This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Show, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Mikey Moore. I'm Scarlett Fu. And I'm Mike Lynch. Lots of topics to talk about. Let's start with the MLB, the rule updates. I'm gonna, I want you to hear this noise. He's outraged. I'm, I'm slamming a piece of paper down outraged. because I bragged that the Ghost Runner was not coming back. And I'll be doggone, they decide, you know what? We need to bring the Ghost Runner back. I can't stand that. They're going to start him from second. I, 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 Only in extra innings. It, I, I hate that rule. It changes the whole... Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, Scar. Will you go ahead and say what you're going to say? <laughs> I mean, by this point, the game is, what, three and a half hours, almost four hours? I'm in favor of it because then you could just, you know, hopefully someone hits a single, strokes a single to center field, and that runner comes home. Well, I stand united with my brother, Michael Barr. We are comrades in arms You're over traditionalists. This. I absolutely, positively deplore this. It's deplore. a gimmick. It's a gimmick. Now, MLB I mean, needs some gimmicks, Mike. But, but this is like, you know, when you're, when you're playing on the playground and you know the streetlights are coming on and you got to get home for dinner, but you want to, like, finish the game. Said, okay, let's put a guy in second base so at least we'll have a winner you know, when, when we come back tomorrow. This is absolutely horrible. It's like every team gets a leadoff double. Uh, and puts a guy on second base. I don't like it. Then he can bunt the guy over to the third and hit a sacrifice fly, and the game's over. I don't like it. It's not baseball. If you're going to do it in the 10th inning, why don't you do it in every single inning? Uh, well, I, I, listen, I agree with you. I mean, if you, it changes the pitcher's psyche on what he's got to do in extra innings. Instead of stopping a guy going to all four bases, he's got to stop him now from going to two bases. Uh, but in the in the agreement when they set this up in the MLB when they hashed all this out this was supposed to be gone the stories were even said hey you know starting this season we're not going to have the ghost runner well here comes casper back you know making a, a great appearance i I, uh. I like the idea that overtime or extra innings is a little bit different than the normal game in hockey in overtime you have 3 on 3 i like that i think it's interesting it changes the pace i think this changes the pace God knows that baseball needs a change of pace. And that's another thing about hockey. You know, you had the the overtime rule, and you played the period, and if you didn't get it done... Shootout. That's, I, I hate the shootout, because what they've done with that is that they took away the most exciting part of hockey back in the day when you had the goalie and you had the player off of a penalty. That was great stuff. Now they cheapen the whole. I'm, ex- I'm sorry. No, the guys, shootout's only at the end of the game. The, pe- I, the the penalty shot can still happen in the middle of the game, and when that happens, it's very exciting. But leave it in the. See now, I'm, I'm sound. I'm, Calm I, down, Michael. Calm down. I, I'm, Calm down. See, He's I so go. outraged. The papers are flying all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right here. I'm opening up my window pretty soon, and I'm going to just stick out. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm with you, I'm man. that close right now. I'm that close. <laughs> I think there should be more changes. Like there what? should be a lot of changes, Scarlett. I think we're all in agreement with you. Yeah. There should be no visits to the mound. There should be a pitch clock. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be uh, uh, the designated hitter now is uniform in both leagues. Thank goodness. This rule, by the way, the ghost runner, is only in effect this year. It's not for, uh, for in perpetuity. Why? why would they keep it just for this year? That's I, odd. I think maybe because they think they want to satisfy fans like you, Scarlett. Let's get this game. <laughs> let's get this game over with. <laughs> you know, let, let's, we've been here for three and a half we need, hours. We need a season where the average game uh, time is much shorter to show everyone that we we did something, and then well, we'll the bring pl- it back. The players have got exhausted during the lockout. They only have three and a half weeks to train, so now they need games. They can't, they can't have games going four and five okay, hours. Okay, that's in fair. 15 that's fair. Innings. You brought up DH. 
Let's yes. talk about the Otani rule. This is oh, a new rule that's yeah. come up for Shohei Otani, who is a pitcher, of course, but also um, is a good hitter. He has a 264 batting average, right. uh, which is yeah. highly unusual. And they want to be able to keep him in the lineup to hit, even when he is no longer the starting pitcher. So they've made a rule for him. Remember when Bartolo Colon was at <laughs> bat for the Yankees? And I mean, and the teammates are just laughing in the dugout, man. It's like, it, because you don't see that, you know, back in the day in, in the AL. You didn't yeah. see that. And then here's Bartolo. Here's, you know, Big Sexy Man is up there and he's taking the, taking the hits. It was something to see. And now uh, I want to see what's going to happen now with the DH in the NL. That's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I, I do love this rule. I mean, he hit 46 home runs last year. Yeah. As a starting That's not pitch. nothing. <laughs> it's pretty good. He drove in 100 runs as well. and uh, But I think this is a great rule because uh, he gets him, gets a star to stay in the baseball game. Uh, it's a great rule. We, we haven't had this, had seen anybody like this since Babe Ruth. We have to go back over 100 years to see somebody that was a, a great pitcher and also was a great hitter. Uh, he certainly was the big attraction when the All-Star game rolled around last summer. Um, a lot of people don't get to see Angels games because they're on the West Coast. They don't play on national television a lot unless they're maybe playing in on the East Coast against the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Phillies. And I think it's a great rule. Uh, and this is this this is a positive rule. Forget about the ghost runner. The Sotani rule <laughs> is perfect. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's keep it in forever and ever and ever. I like that. <laughs> let's move. Let's let's move on now. Top ranked tennis player Ash Barty. She's retiring at age twenty five. Uh, she is the number one ranked women's tennis player in the world. She announced her retirement from the sport in an Instagram video. She says she's grateful for the opportunities this sport has given her, but she's ready to chase other dreams. Barty won three Grand Slam titles and leaves the game at age 25. I'm so grateful to everything that tennis has given me. It's given me all of my dreams plus more. But I know that the time is right now for for me to step away and chase other dreams um, and, yeah, and to, to put the rackets down. Well, I guess if you won almost $24 million in your career, I guess, uh, yeah, Scar, I guess you can put the racket down and move on. The great resignation uh, now extends to professional sports like tennis. I think it's so interesting that tennis players often don't seem to like their sport. And I know I'm generalizing here, but it's different than other sports. You you have a lot of high-profile players who, who don't seem to like doing it. Whether it's Andre Agassi, who wrote an entire book on it, or um, now Barty, right, retiring at age 25. She didn't say she doesn't like it, but there's something about it that's very isolating and lonely and takes away the joy. I think you hit the nail on the head right there, Scarlett. Lonely. And that's a big part of it. it we all know people in our towns. I had a sister who was a great tennis player, and when she was young, she was going in every single tournament, every single week. She couldn't play on the high school soccer team because they played uh, 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 when she was supposed to be playing tennis. And for some people, it just burns them out, and they lose their love for the game. It's a, when, when you're on a team, you're traveling on a bus or in a van with a bunch of people. You joke and you laugh, mm-hmm. and it's kind of fun. And then you know you have team dinners, and you have uh, you, you do everything together as a team. You're part of something bigger. 
you are. And this is, you know, who are you playing for? Who's rooting for you? Your mother and your father and maybe a couple of relatives in the stands. And as you go around the country, and what are you playing for? A college scholarship and maybe a chance to be a professional player? I mean, she's hit the wall at age 25. I mean, some people hit it a little bit later. But mm -hmm. I, I, I tip my cap to her. She says she has, she has completely spent. She has nothing more to give to the game mentally or physically. And she says, I gave everything and I'm done. And so now she's going to open up a... A, a new chapter in her life. And who knows? It could be uh, broadcasting. It could be uh, tennis wear design. It could be uh, an instructor, a professional. It could be a commissioner. Who knows? She has her whole life in run for her. I mean, she's 25 years old. This is <laughs> this was just you know the beginning of her career. And remember, she took two, a year and a half off to play yeah. cricket professionally. Right. And she also tried golf one time. The first time she played, she shot a 79. <laughs> so she's got some talent. Golf is similar, though, to tennis yeah, in that yeah. it's it's one-on-one, yes, -on -one, yeah. right? It's an mm -hmm. individual. It's incredibly lonely, although you do have a caddy by your side. Yeah, it, it, but just like it's different. Though. You're playing one-on-one -on -one across the net. It's such a mental game. You know, you're up and down. The, the, the rise and fall of emotions is so swift in tennis as opposed to anything else. I mean... You know, even if you're playing golf, you're it, it's more relaxed. You just you're not as tense as you are when you're playing tennis. Yeah, you don't see any ghost players in tennis, do you? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, this is not going to die. <laughs> FIFA has added Crypto.com as a sponsor for the World Cup. Uh, this comes uh, months after Crypto.com said it would replace Staples as the title sponsor at Lakers Arena. Uh, and this is all part of it. Meantime, the NFL is allowing teams to look for blockchain sponsorships. This is all about the sponsorship, Scar, all about the coin. All about the coin, and I'm looking for Matt Damon to be Matt Damon's face mm. to be all over um, the World Cup. He <laughs> he will be voicing new promos left, right, and center. Um, it's it's so interesting given that this is a tournament that's already been so controversial, right? There was all these. Uh, issues with the summer heat of Qatar and then the treatment of migrant workers. And now you've got Crypto.com as a sponsor, which uh, certainly raised a lot of eyebrows over the past Super Bowl when it seemed like every cryptocurrency exchange and even some that haven't been born yet were just being heralded as the next big business opportunity. I'm curious whether there's going to be a crypto company sponsoring the next World Cup after this one. I think they're here to stay, Scarlett. Um, they've got a huge investment in Staples Center, $700 million over 20 years. They're $25 million they sunk into RC football. They're in Formula One. As you said, the Super Bowl, every other commercial was, was crypto something. Crypto.com, Matt Damon, Tom Brady's into it right now. Uh, Larry I, I David? Think yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> this has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports and our podcast. We're here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday talking about some of the biggest issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. I'm on Twitter at Scarlet Foo. And who are you going to call Michael Barr? Ghostbusters for the runners at second base? I'm Mike Lynch. Follow me at LynchEWCDB. No ghost players here when we do the business of sports. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports live when we decide that we're going to show up. Uh, that's me uh, on Bloomberg Radio around the world. I'm starting on the second mic. <laughs>